Hi, this is Andrew bringing another Keyforge deck reveal, um, review, etc. This one is already open. I opened it playing Blind Sealed, and it's pretty good. Um, I, I think it's my best uh, Mass Mutation deck so far, and I'll tell you the interesting thing about it <laughs> is... Uh, so I, I open it playing blind sealed with my brother-in-law, which means we open the decks, we don't read them, we shuffle them and start playing. And um, I think he conceded after my first key, because he said, oh, there's no way I can come back from this. Um, and then I turned it over, I looked at the list, and was like, oh my goodness, I can't believe what I'm seeing here. And, uh, and we thought, wow, this is really special. Um, I played played it against a, um, <clears throat> a new uh, triple control the week deck that my brother-in-law had acquired and it won and so we just thought wow this is this is special um, checked you know uh, we we enjoy checking the sass on these things so we did and uh, and sass said 73 but you know sass is uh, really early <laughs> for mass mutation so you can expect some wild swings, um, and of course Sass isn't isn't going to be right always in the long run anyway. So um, it's a nice tool, but uh, you gotta go by by how things play more than by Sass. So anyway, uh, I think yesterday there's an update, and it looks it lists this as a 78 now. So <laughs> they're like, okay, Sass Sass caught up. Um, and a couple of people I played against um, have said, "Oh, that that's still too low," and it might be, but we'll see. Anyway, so um, this this has what I would consider like maybe an ideal logos package, um, a really nice Star Alliance package, and then just uh, an insane shadow setup. So, all right, uh, here it is. Um, we start with Auto Encoder. Why is Auto Encoder good? Um, Auto Encoder is, I think, my favorite card so far in this set. Uh, it's an artifact, so it's likely to stick out there. And it says that after a card is discarded from your hand, you archive the top card of your deck. Um, and this sometimes this is a, a dead card, but um, oftentimes it turns cards that are situational into being extra good, because either you play them for value, or you discard them and... Uh, and get an archive, and it, it makes them better. Um, there are also some cards that actively discard cards from your hand, and this makes those better as well, right? So uh, you can end up with pretty substantial archives from all that activity. Um, it makes Mind Barb not hurt so much. Uh, there's all sorts of things that the auto encoder makes better. Alright, Eclectic Inquiry adds to the archive fund. It gives you an amber and archives the top two cards of your deck. Uh, even Ivan is a four-power mutant scientist with action. If your opponent has an even number of amber, steal one. We got two infomorphs in here. That's nice because it means we're going to get four draw icons, right? Spread out. Uh, Cumex is a one-power robot with play, draw a card, and destroy the archive Cumex. And the fun part here is we got two of them, and one of them has a capture icon. Um, these are really nice. Uh, get the draw, push it back into your hand. Really cool. Then we have actually two copies of standardized testing, and um, 
this is a great way to get your Qmex back. Um, we'll see that their Rad Penny comes up later. It's a good way to get Rad Penny back into your deck. And um, just overall, um, the combination of the standardized testing with the Qmex and Rad Penny means that you can make the low end of the destruction help you, right? Um, and sometimes you want to hit their twos or something like that, in which case maybe you hold the Qmex in hand until after you play it or something. Um, but often it, it makes sense to just get those things back in the archives. Um, Novu Dynamo is a really good uh, combo card in here because so so it's an eight power robot with two armor. It says at the start of your turn, you may discard a Logos card from your hand or archives. If you do gain an Amber, otherwise destroy Novu Dynamo. Um, this this means we can go kind of long stretches as long as this is on the board of not choosing Logos um, and wait until we have a, just a really good setup going. Um, it means we're cycling out into other houses and we're building our archives if we have the auto encoder out while getting an Amber per turn. Um, it's it's really strong. The auto encoder plus the Nobu Dynamo is really strong. So it's it's been fun and it's so big it's hard for opponents to deal with it. Obviously it does become a standardized testing target, so you just have to be careful of that. Um, and sometimes it is worth blowing it up just depending on what's on the board. Um, and then the two last two logos cards in here are bots. A dino bot um, which is a 5 power mutant scientist with play, you may exalt Dinobot if you do deal 3 damage to a creature really nice spot damage and then Sacrobot which just, oh, uh, they both have the reap effect, discard a card from your hand if you do draw a card um, Sacrobot doesn't have a play effect instead it has 2 armor uh, yeah so, and this one got a draw icon on it, which is really nice. Alright, then we get into the Shadows territory. Um, Gamgee with a damage is pretty good. Um, it, it's a really nice feature. Um, that, and there's a Mug coming up later, um, can kill a 3-power creature between the two of them. I do have to say, though, that, that those two things together, there's a little more. But there's not a lot of spot damage in here, and there's not a lot of just straight like just blow up everything. There are the standardized testings and there's another good card we'll come up to later but um, but we're lacking on sort of spot to just destroy this one thing with damage. So it's nice to have it. Um, wish it, We could do better with more. Uh, there's that mug. Um, okay then we come to what we actually have are three rad pennies and um, one of them has an extra amber on it one of them has a capture and a draw, and the other one is just normal. Um, and this is crazy. I mean, it's really crazy. And when you think then you can shuffle them back in with the standardized testing, <clears throat> if you need to, you can plink them with that Gamgee damage or the mug. Um, that is pretty crazy. Uh, these just come back and back and back and do a lot of work. Um, Shoulder id is fine. I don't love it, but it's fine. Um, it occasionally will get you a steal, uh, and at least gets us a draw, so that's nice. And it means the opponent has to work around it. Usually, it won't get the steal because they'll find some way to kill it without, you know, fighting into it, or with, or they'll fight with something with skirmish. But it still is something they have to work around, and I like that. 
Vandalism is an action with a bonus amber, and this one got a draw. <coughs> excuse me, a draw on it. Um, so when you play this, you get an amber, you draw a card, and then you get to look at the top three cards of your opponent's deck and discard one. And this this can be really good. Um, it's a really good control card. And uh, I've had uh, I've had good hits with it. Boss Zarek um, is a three power mutant thief. This one got a draw icon on it. And um, all your creatures with amber on them have elusive, which can be pretty nice, especially because we have several capture icons floating around. So we're able to turn those into um, into elusive creatures, which um, is really nice. I had an opponent last night, good opponent, but uh, didn't realize that because <laughs> there's another elusive effect, another mass elusive effect in here. And so he killed that and thought, okay, I'm good now, and uh, was not good, and um, yeah, forgot to kill the boss, Eric. Um, I did let him rewind and, and take care of that, but um, worth knowing. Okay, then we have a Mesa Sasp. This is really nice. It's a three-power beast with skirmish and poison. Um, yeah, really solid threat to have on the board. And then, yeah, the Shadowsmith gives all mutants elusive. This one is, I think, going to be really good against other sets. Um, playing against Mass Mutation, I sometimes discard this, and the autoencoder makes that feel good, but I, this is sometimes worth discarding. Um, Shadowsmith, or Shadowsaurus, rather. Shadowsaurus is a five-power dinosaur thief with one armor, and it has an action that moves an amber from an enemy creature to your opponent's pool move all the amber from an enemy creature to your opponent's pool, and if there was at least one amber on it, take control of it. Um, and while under your control, it belongs to have shadows. This is a really fun card. I have yet to have it be, like, game-swinging, but it's a really fun card, and it can be a nice threat. If you put it out there, sometimes your opponent will uh, really need to deal with it. Especially, I think, uh, once I got it out when there was a Faust on the board, and that, that became pretty high uh, priority for my opponent to kill. And then, uh, last for shadows, Sacro Thief is a four-power mutant thief with two armor and elusive. Um, and this is just a body; it doesn't do much. It's fine. Um, it's a big body, though. All right. Uh, and then, yeah, the Star Alliance here actually works pretty well. We have Hadron Collision, which removes a ward from a creature and deals three damage to it, um, and it ignores armor, which is nice. Then we have Secure Droid, which is a four-power robot with taunt, but it can be put as an upgrade on something else to give that something else taunt. You might put it on, like, the Novu Dynamo to give it taunt if it's positioned properly, but usually I just play this as a, a creature with taunt. Sensor Chief Garcia is a three-power human. Um, this one got a capture icon on it, which is extra good, and she has Play Fight Reap, keys cost plus two during your opponent's next turn. Really nice. And yeah, the capture icon means you, even if they're on 9, uh, sorry, if they're on you can still take them off check by playing this. Subject Kirby uh, also has a capture icon here, 2 power mutant with play, fight, reap. You may play a non-Starlance creature this turn. Um, and there's so many creatures in this deck, it works really well. Um, I got the Novu Dynamo out with that once. I got the, uh, I've played Rad Pennies with it, Cumex. Um, sometimes, you know, a creature I just want ready for the next turn, like an even Ivan or something. Um, lots of good opportunities. 
and there is, I'll just skip forward, there is a transporter platform in here. Yeah, uh, where is it? It's real. There, transporter platform. And the transporter platform with either of these is just fantastic because uh, you can play them, pull them back to your hand, or like re-pull them back to your hand and play them again. Um, and it's great with the capture icon, and it's great with the play effects. It's really, really good. Uh, detention Coil. We have two of those. It's an upgrade with a bonus amber that says this creature cannot fight. I made the mistake once of, of putting this on the wrong creature, but generally... Um, uh, actually, I made the mistake more than once. Uh, it's really nice to say this creature cannot fight. You get something with, a, with Skirmish or just something big and just say, ah, you can't use it the way you wanted to use it. It's really nice. Uh, sometimes with the transporter platform, it makes the most sense to do something like play the subject Kirby, put two detention coils on it, gaining the two amber, transporter platform them all back to your hand, play the Kirby again, then play the detention coils on uh, enemy creatures. And you got four amber instead of two, which is really nice. Lay of the Land is an action with a bonus amber that says look at the top three cards of your deck and put them back in any order. Draw a card. Uh, really nice filtering and and man, by the time you have like put a bunch of stuff in archives, like the chance that you're going to be able to use this well is, is actually pretty good. It, it really fits in with the deck. Mutagensis Researcher is a three power mutant scientist that just gave us one of each enhanced icon. It's fine. Actually, that pushed us to five draw icons, which I really appreciate. Uh, then we have, yeah, Quintrino Flux. Um, when you play, you choose a friendly creature and an enemy creature. Destroy the chosen creature and each creature with the same power as either of the chosen creatures. Um, this is really nice, a really nice board wipe that you can use to um, to really be one-sided you know, by, by hitting maybe one of your creatures and five of your opponent's creatures or something in the ideal cases. It's also really nice with all the one-power creatures that want to go back into your deck and archives. Fantastic. Uh, we talked about Transporter Platform. Uh, just really great combos that you can do here. Pixelstone is... I, I've never played it in this deck because it's this deck has so many creatures, it really wants to get the creatures out. Quixelstone is not good for this deck, and it's an auto-discard. And if there's one weakness this deck has, I think it is Quixelstones. And maybe, like, persistent board control, like, uh, if you have just a lot of stun everything, destroy everything, um, it'll struggle a little. And then we have Lyco Alien, who's a four-power mutant alien with Skirmish. And Fight, look at the top three cards of your deck, put one into your hand, and one on the bottom of your deck. Um, and that's, again, more great deck filtering. So we're kind of always getting to the cards we want by cycling through and, and managing where cards are. One uh, just little bit of combo I want to get back to um, is if you have these three cards on the board, um, it's pretty amazing because what you can end up doing is with the auto encoder, at the start of your turn, you discard, you know, you discard maybe an Infomorph to feed the Novu Dynamo. You gain an Amber and you archive the top card of your deck. Um, then you, you reap with the Dinobots, or with the bots rather, and you discard a couple of cards that you didn't really care about. Maybe a Secure Droid and a Sacro Thief. 
Um, you're going to draw two more cards, and then you're going to archive the top two cards of your deck. Um, again, very good. Um, and then Nobu Dynamo can eat out of, not only out of your hand, but also out of your, your archives. Uh, and that makes the Cumex extra good, because the Cumex, when they die, where do they go? They go to your archives. So sometimes I'll leave one of them in there, especially the one without the capture, just because, okay, um, I, I didn't draw Logos cards this turn. Cool, I can eat this the next turn to keep the Nobu Dynamo alive and get an Amber, and uh, that won't archive another card because it's not out of your hand, but it's still very good. Um, so yeah, altogether, this is just kind of a, a crazy fast deck, um, it, it'll often cycle twice, um, you get the rad pennies three or four times, and, um, and just absolutely crazy for, uh, for control, and for, um, <clears throat> for, for getting through things, um, what it lacks is like, like I said, spot damage, ways to just target a specific creature, other than the Quintrino Flux, um, and it, it struggles a little bit, um, with, you know, you really want to get those creatures on the board to have them work if they're getting stunned all the time or something, that would be quite an, a bummer. <clears throat> and, and, you know, the goal then would be to just standardize testing them and, and cycle again. So anyway, um, that was Painter Benitez. Um, that's, I have another really good painter deck, so I'm really happy to have a painter duo here, and, and uh, some friends and I were joking, we'll have to find a another a third really good painter just to have a, a painter triad. Um, anyway, thanks for watching. I hope you enjoyed as much as I enjoyed making it, and that you will get on and forge some keys.